This show is broadcasting live from the Podcast Detroit studios in Royal Oak, Michigan. For more information about the show or our network, please visit www.podcastdetroit.com. The Imagine Theater's first ever video game night takes place on November 16th at the Imagine Theater in Royal Oak. Hosted by Activate's own Bailey Ray, you can play against friends and enemies in the newest sports games on the hottest systems. Get your hands on the latest in virtual reality or enjoy retro living rooms with the systems to match. Drink and food specials including an all-you-can-eat taco and nacho bar as well as door prizes and giveaways all night. Space is limited, so go to ActivateGaming.com Imagine to reserve your spot today. That's A-C-T-I-V, the number 8, Gaming.com Imagine. You're listening to the Top Rope Review Show. This is WWE Hall of Famer, The Think, Howard Finkel. And I've been asked to make the following announcement. With a combined weight of over 1,000 pounds, broadcasting live from Royal Oak, Michigan, this is the Top Rope Review. Tonight, we are going to witness the most anticipated match in the history of professional wrestling. Let's get back to ringside. I cannot believe Hogan would scoop that at all. And fly elbow. Punch the leg. It's over. We have a new champion. Wrestling fans, are you ready? WrestleMania 3 at the Silver Dome in Pontiac, Michigan. You know that I'm the cream of the crop. Let's get ready to rumble! What an incredible scene! The WWE fans have got There's nothing like the WWE, and this is why. And Triple H has got to be seething. Welcome to episode 55. 56. 56 of the... 57. No. <laughs> I believe Tab. I don't believe you. <laughs> of the Top Rope Review, uh, Detroit's number one source for pro wrestling and the official podcast home of Michigan's longest running independent wrestling promotion, XICW. We are a proud part of the Podcast Detroit Network and the Point of Interest Podcast Network, and we are broadcasting live from the same old, same old podcast Detroit studios in Royal Oak, Michigan, right down the street from, uh, you know, one suburb over from Activate Gaming, where they're going to be having that awesome event you heard about in the opening. Um, Check out our Facebook page, too. The yep. event details are also going to be found there. Sweet. Yep, it's going to be at Imagine Theater, right? Imagine Theater? Yeah. Yeah. Number one competitor of your theater. <laughs> They'll soon to be, yeah. They're yeah. building one like, down the street from us. It's going to be awkward. <laughs> I'm just moving to that place and get a, a job and there get those reclining chairs. See if they can just I thought, over. I thought about doing that. that. Those are sweet. I've only I've only been to one when uh, Josh's dad had his uh, funeral show showing. Yeah, yeah. My, not, my a, not a showing of a my person. Dad part, it was a was movie. part of a documentary yeah. about um, the of de- about death and dying. That's just on PBS. Wanted to clarify what it was. Um, yeah, so this yeah, yeah, dad's a star. We get it. My dad's <laughs> the, the, my dad's a big deal. Yeah, so he takes after his son, the star of of uh, Top Rope Review. No, what's that show you were on? Oh, <laughs> uh, Epic Inc. My Epic fifteen Geek. minutes. Yeah, yeah. Um, if if case anyone didn't know, I am. Uh, while I uh, this is Josh Ram, I'm your favorite host of the show. I'm also a reality TV star. Yeah, former former reality TV star. Um, it's a little sparse in the studio today. Um, this is a, 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 not only is it an episode of, of um, Top Rope Review, it's also an, a reincarnated version of <laughs> Two Nerds and a Wookiee. I'm, to my right, I have... Oh, I thought you were going to go with Big Guy, Little Guy. Well, no, because we, we have t- technically have Two Nerds <laughs> and a Wookiee. Oh, so. I that is, yeah. That's true. I thought that'd be a, a, fun, a fun throwback. <laughs> what about bringing back the frack report? Nah, That's know. the one I missed the most. <laughs> it's the same show. <laughs> Me and Josh have a long history together. We've, we've been, been from po- mics and talking. Pod- yeah, we've been potting <laughs> for years. So you think about now would be good at it. Well, some of us, <laughs> some of us are. Speak for yourself. No, <laughs> no I heard your old episodes. Those are pretty good. <laughs> the only part, the only part that was a little rough for Will was when he would. 
try to read synopsis of stuff from IMDb. It's like, dude, just tell us what it is. Stop trying to read it. He do these little like, you know, enunciating uh, like um, kind of like putting emphasis in weird spots or whatever, <laughs> like trying to spice it up. And you know, he does. Been I'm joined by my partners in crime. I think you said yeah. that when you hosted the show yeah. when I wasn't here. You said that. So yeah. and I thought, well, that's a throwback. But anyway, it's not Thursday, so let's stop talking about that. Throwback Thursday. So I did. Yeah, that's I got, a yeah. reference. I'm more partial to Flashback Fridays. Uh, you would be. <laughs> <laughs> Says Mr. King of Woman Crush Wednesday. Hey, and I was Miss Man Crush Monday. Woman Crush hey, Wednesday and for hey, weeks. <laughs> you'll understand when you find someone what as is wonderful. It? Do they have female Wookiees? Is that a yes. thing? Yeah. <laughs> is that a thing? <laughs> no, they're a, they're, they're a race of all males. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. They're, they're, they're um, oh, shoot, what's that? It's called when you, when you self-reproduce. Uh, <laughs> uh, like, is it? Welcome to our wrestling podcast. Ace, ace, asexual or something? No, yeah. isn't asexual no. just means you're not interested in either. I don't know. Well, that's what it means for people. Yeah. So, I've never no, yeah, seen No, yeah, no, because it's called asexual reproduction when you, boop. Yeah, you just you just make themselves. <laughs> Boom. I've never seen a female one. Why didn't uh, watch? The, Obviously, you have someone not has never watched the, the Christmas, Star Wars Christmas, Christmas special. special. I haven't. My this, bad. Well, isn't I there will. some female Wookies in the Clone Wars? There might be when they, when they show you the the battles. There might be. You see a young Chewbacca that they. No, I don't think that's. Well, you you do see a young Chewbacca, but he's not on Kashyyyk. He's like. Off somewhere, yeah. They just wear like a pink bow in their hair to like designate that. Yeah, that's that's. No, no, I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about the the cartoon. I'm talking about Attack of the Clones. No, is it Revenge of the Sith that, you, that takes place for that well, one quick battle? So you probably you might see some female Wookies, but you probably wouldn't know. Yeah, they're so, kind of. Yeah, you know, it's <laughs> just like other things. They all look the same. They wear they wear bows in their hair. Yeah. <laughs> I'm googling it right now, so we'll see. Anyway, yeah. so that's that's Wookie Will, the sound guy. Uh, <laughs> oh. I'm Will. I just want to take this moment to um, congratulate friend of the show, Kurt Angle, on the birth of his fifth child. And that's our Kurt Angle fact of the day. <laughs> also, yeah. Oh, so this is what they look like. Mm, no, that's just that's a, a Pinterest image. Let's okay. just, oh yeah, that's not, probably no, fan not art. Not real. Just Google Chewbacca's family Star Wars Christmas special. Tim Cole's already tweeting us about the Star Wars special. <laughs> hey Tim, um, I was a little disappointed in your review of X Men Apocalypse. You you were way he, he you says, were way too friendly with that he says too nice for them. He says fifty eight. Do I hear fifty eight? Because you're <laughs> counting up. Yeah, that's weird, Tim. I'm I'm really surprised that you um, would like something that's not old school. And something that ruins so many characters. Hmm. But, yeah. Mm. Anyone who... The Star Wars Christmas special is the greatest greatest special ever. Um, I was like, I don't know. I'm going to have to put a You're a Good Punk, a You're a Punk and Charlie Brown, or whatever that one's called. I was thinking more of that that Bill Murray special on Netflix. Oh, that was year. that was garbage. <laughs> I love Bill Murray. I do. I do that would get you riled up. That was so. I was expecting so much more from that. I thought about buying a Chicago Cubs hat this week. <laughs> you would, you bandwagon. <laughs> Says the guy who went to Canada and bought a Blue Jays hat because I like it, not because they won the World <laughs> Series. I, I, I literally it. bought that because I because I liked the logo. I had known nothing about the team. I had to have Jay Clark, uh, host of um, Elegant, Elegant Weapon, Weapon <laughs> which is on both of our podcast networks, uh, good friend of the show. I had to have him tell me a player so I could tell people just so I could pretend because I don't know. Hope he told you a fake player. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going around telling people Ty Domi, who's a who's a Toronto Maple Leaf, not a Toronto Blue Jay. But I knew that. I was trying to be stupid. Anyway, I'm and also here is Tab Twitter Valet. Yep. Does she wear lipstick? Is that her? Just stop. Okay, we'll talk about it later. My yeah. favorite is in one of the books. Like they go to uh, like Kashik, yeah, and and uh, Leia is like talking with one of the Wookies, and you can understand them. And she's like, "Oh, truly, like, can you just not talk right?" Like she thought it was Chewbacca was the one that couldn't speak right, and then they're like, "No, no, that Wookie has a speech impediment." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember that. It's one. It's part of the new Jedi or. Yeah. Anyway, we're ten minutes into our wrestling podcast, and we haven't talked about wrestling. So wrestling. 
move on. Um, but before we do that, I want to remind everyone, and if you listen to this show, you obviously know this, but we have XICW216 tonight at the Imperial House. Um, bell time is at 5.30. So this is your pre-show. Um, you better be on your way there. Um, you want to be there uh, as quickly as possible. Get a good seat. It's going to be a great show tonight. We will be talking about tonight's show. I think Front Row is all sold out, but it, still, there's lots matter. of great there, seats It's there. all good seats, yeah. It's, uh, usually a, it's usually a pretty packed house. Yeah. Um, but there's going to be a lot going on tonight. So, um, And we will be talking about it a little bit. Um, but you want to make sure you're down there. Uh, it's going to be awesome. I'm thinking about though going to uh, uh, Destiny Wrestling and they instead. My boy Joe Coleman's going to be there. Oh, <laughs> what is that tonight? Yeah, Joe Coleman's wrestling at XICW tonight. I'm sure it wasn't last night, maybe. Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> well, we're going to see Joe Coleman tonight. So. He's against, uh, is he against Dre tonight? Mm, I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? But um, we have that tonight, and then next next Sunday we have XICW Proving Ground Season 2, Episode 3 um, at 5.30 at The Ritz. Yeah. That- and next week we have a, sp- can we announce the guests, or should we wait to tease them about it later? We will announce the guests at the end of the show for next <laughs> Stay week. Stay tuned. We have two, two, possibly three huge guests in the studios next week. Well, I don't know anything about the third, but we'll see. We'll just we'll we'll speak on that when we get there. Yeah, so make sure you stay tuned. This is where we should um, cut the break, but we don't do breaks. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, we do have a proving ground uh, event next week, season two, episode. What? I, I literally you just said, said that. that. Yeah. That's I got you back, Tab. No okay. I was looking at that Joe Coleman thing, and I, I was, got distracted. I was moving on the show because I didn't want it. To I was be distracted quiet. by his lats um, in the photo. It's yeah. true, and his like listening skin. And, yeah, I didn't say that. That's <laughs> wow. That's, I was just talking. I was just admiring the muscles that I know he's worked hard on. It's part of That's his gimmick. True. You got. You made it weird. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. You, you made it weird, you, like, Joe. I'm no, sorry. I apologize. Looks himself up for. I know Joe listens to the show every week. I'm sorry. He I don't does. hope she didn't make you feel uncomfortable. And um, Brian Castle. Anyway. Oh! So. <laughs> Shots fired. I'm going to get in trouble for that later. Um, anyway, I also want to let everybody know that um, it is Scarlet and Graves' one-year anniversary. They have a great sale. Happy going. one year. They have a great sale going on. They have a lot of new stuff. We still want you to use the code TOPROPE10. But this one time, I think it's probably okay if you use their code ETERNAL to get even more savings for their one-year anniversary. Um, but they have, in addition to the awesome hat that Will's wearing with the Cthulhu uh, gate on it, um, they also have a new hoodie out, I think just today. Can you click on that? It's called the Angels hoodie. It says Scarlet. It has this um, angelic, demonic church skull thing on it, which looks really cool. And then it also says Scarlet and Graves on the sleeves. Um, so you can pick that up. And I've been eyeing the message. I haven't seen that my size. They don't. Or they can get it in my size. Cool. You should start just buying fabric and like sending extra fabric. <laughs> yeah. Buy a hoodie and be too. like, can you screen print this hoodie for me? I don't know. I'm either I'm either gonna do that or I'm gonna look to give me a nice little top rope review hoodie made. Crispy. That's cool. So yeah, Scarlet and Graves gives us uh or uh, clothes us and keeps us uh, you know, awesome. So we want them to do the same for you. Keeping so my head warm. There. Yeah. Will's, and Will has chronic cold head, so it's true. Well, it's, it might be because he doesn't wear pants in the winter. It might be. So he walks around with no pants on. Well, no, he wears no shorts. Pants so that's why he has to oh, wear a shorts, hat. Oh, shorts, shorts. Yes, warm. yes. Got it. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Don't worry, guys. I buy the uh, long and tall shirts, so they cover up all the bits. This <laughs> wears a t-shirt for instead of pants. Will's just walking around with PJ shirt on all the time. Yes. <laughs> PJ and shirt and white tube socks. That's it. <laughs> no um, I only wear black no socks because of Travis. Oh well, yes, but it was. I was trying to create a creepier image, so I thought white socks, and they're like little stain new. They have a hole in them. I don't know. Anyway, anyway, moving on. Um, yeah. So, Will, this week we had Hell in the Cell, and I know you were teasing people on Facebook about hearing your thoughts. I normally don't want to hear your thoughts, but I guess this time we'll let it slide. Give me your thoughts. 
Uh, Where do you want to start? I was also teasing people on Instagram. You can find me Instagram at Willow's Pizza. He also had like a meme made of him because he. Yeah, shows. yeah. Do, do you guys want to go on the meme story first? You want to go on the. Yeah, no, let's the... hear the meme story. But yeah, hold, all one, of a sudden, very quickly, hold on. I was on a. The plug bell. <laughs> Let me bring this over. We were, uh, yeah, I, I clicked on the Facebook and I, there was like 800 memes of Will. And I'm like, what what, ha- what happened while I've been gone off of this Facebook for like <laughs> so, 20 minutes? So um, I, I didn't really talk about it here on the show much, but. During the month of October, me and some friends and whoever anyone who wants to do it can do it. But we do this thing called 31 for 31, where every day you watch like a horror movie or Halloween movie, something kind of like in the realm of like Halloween horror. Um, and so I was posting this group constantly, a Facebook group we had, of like, well, you know what we're watching. And so that Sunday, I didn't have much time because, you know, podcasting and life. So I was watching Hell in the Cell, and that was the only but thing. mostly was, podcasting. Yeah. So that was like pretty Which much the only life. thing I was watching that night was Hell in the Cell. And so as a joke, to be funny. Which you should be. I posted in the group, tonight's watch, you know, Hell in the Cell. And then a uh, friend of the show, the <laughs> Danny. <laughs> no, no. Backtrack. Friend of the host of the show, not friend of the show. Continue. Um got all upset with me and was like, this doesn't count. You can't count this. And I go, but there's blood. There's a giant hell in the cell. Uh, it's people dressed up in costumes. And <laughs> it was something else. And he was like, no, that doesn't count. So then he took this picture of me that was taken earlier in the night wearing um, my awesome Scotland Grey beanie hat. Some sweet Sasha Banks, the boss shades, and my legit boss rings. And he wrote, uh, turn in a couple of means to make fun of me for watching Hell in a Cell over watching horror movies that night. So if you got it, haunt it, Halloween expert. Uh, I go to the bars for that the doesn't booze. make any sense. That also doesn't make any Halloween sense. expert. Creeping that real of wrestling, Halloween expert. That makes sense. Five years is Rick Ross. Halloween expert. That doesn't make sense either. <laughs> no, fifth year is Rick Ross. I think he was implying that I was going as Rick Ross for Halloween. Danny, you're really bad at making memes. So, but that is how it happened. Danny is a really intense wrestling hater. It's, um, yeah, it's sad. S- side note, I got those uh, sweet Sasha Banks, the boss shades. From Slam Crate. From Slam Crate. Yeah. Did you, did you get one? No. I I'm, wasn't sure if you I'm signed up for it I'm done with subscription enough. boxes. Uh, but you're Except for that. Smuggler's Bounty. Let's say, how about that Smuggler's Bounty, though? I do like that. That's that's my jam. Well, you only need so many Jimmy uh, jam. You know, koozies for your drinks. Hey, look, another wrestling koozie. Cool. I don't even drink anything in a can. I'm thinking about signing up for the uh, the Marvel Funko subscription box just for... Not until you pay your studio fees. <laughs> just for December because they're doing um, X-Men. So you know who would be really that would be a box for Will because he uses koozies every like I was just looking over what koozie does he have this week it's 2013 but uh yeah he's like the koozie king like he probably has like a thing in his car just like koozie dividers and like uh, has them you all didn't set hear? up. I'm the official, koozie I'm the koozie king of Westchester. These are my official podcast koozies. I have 2013. Shout <laughs> 2013. I love official my my favorite uh, cover band. And then I have. What about Kiss? Oh, he has more than one. <laughs> and then I have my beer koozie for my beers, which we have my beer right now. Uh, it's a uh, real big. What fish. are you talking about? We're drinking Harvest Ale from Falling Down Beer Company. But it won't fit Not, in his koozie. It won't fit in my koozie, though. That's true. Yeah. Hmm. And it's Real Big Fish, my favorite ska band. Mm. And it says, I think I'll have myself a beer. I heard that you liked Catch 22 better. <laughs> no, that was you. What about Big D in the kids' table? They're all right. What about OC Supertones? What about Five Iron Frenzy? Five Iron Frenzy, that was yours. That's it. <laughs> the only band that at first, I would say when I first got in the sky, I was a bigger Aquabats fan than Real Big I Fish. I didn't even but, say Aquabats. That's funny. But over the well, uh, over the years, a Aquabats got less ska and more electronic, and B, I love Real Big Fish more. <laughs> cool. All right. So my thoughts on <laughs> Hell in the Cell. <laughs> Off the rails. <laughs> Overall, I thought it was a pretty solid pay per view. Solid. Um, I was very happy that they had the women's title matches in the main event. Agreed. Um, I, I, I think that it's a lot of positive things out of this. 
Because, A, it was a very brutal match, which means now, hopefully at TLC, we see a women's TLC match. Um, hopefully we see more... Is TLC... I thought TLC was a SmackDown exclusive. No? That doesn't mean that they can't do a women's... They have their own women's belt. Oh, I just... I thought you meant... I thought you meant like where it's going in the storyline. No, 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 no. No, I mean, no, I understand. I mean, I understand. in general, now, like we're gonna see. But like I've said this before, like it's one thing I think TNA has actually did right was they their their knockout division has been doing these types of matches for years. Um, Gil Kim's career, I think, in in TNA is uh, much better than her career in WWE because they actually let her let her do these awesome ladder matches and stuff. Um, so I think that's good for this. The only things I didn't really like about that match was I thought the putting her on the stretcher was a little too much. I thought up to the point like when she was like kind of walking towards the entrance of the cell and she kept falling over and stuff. I thought that was good. That made sense. But once they like started putting her on the stretcher, I was like, this is a little too much for the bump she took. I get like, like the rumors originally that bump was supposed to be off the cell. Hmm. Or, well, do we know why it changed? If they, that's true, they they, they just nixed it because they're women it, and they yeah. can't do it. Yeah, yeah. The rumor is there was two big big spots that got uh, nixed in that match. Hmm. So, but I, I mean, I but overall, though, that was a great match. I was disappointed because I don't think the tables quite worked the way they were hoping they would work. No, nah, she was definitely supposed to go through that second table. Yeah, one in the and at the very end. Well, even the first table spot was a little like I, I could tell it didn't quite go the way they were hoping. Yeah. But overall, that that match was great. I'm bummed. I, I don't under. I don't really understand the booking value of having, um, the title switch so often. Yeah, I don't. I, I mean, I maybe maybe it'll make sense once they get to the fi- like wherever they're going with it. Like, but um, I kind of thought we would be building towards. Sasha as champion within then an inevitable Bailey Sasha three at WrestleMania was what I was hoping for. I think it's going to be Bailey Charlotte, especially with what they're doing now with her being the weakest link in Survivor Series match. Yeah, but they still got to put um, they still got to put like two people on that team. I I, I got to think one of them is going to be Sasha. Um, yeah, who's all on it right now? I think it's just Bailey, Charlotte, and one other person. Nia Jax. Yeah, uh, I thought I thought um, Brooks was on it too. She might be. I might have. I might have uh, missed it. Yeah. I. I. So I just kind of figured for sure Banks is going to be on there, but I could have. Uh, I feel like the the Rusev Roman Reigns match did not need to be a Hell in a Cell match. It was a snooze fest. Yeah. And I real honestly, it's like. I don't. They need to learn their lesson with superhuman booking. Like I feel like Rusev should have got the victory with the chain. Like Reigns should have ch- tapped with the chain. The chain spot was great, and yeah. he should have tapped. Yeah. Well, and as soon as he didn't tap, I was like, "Well, oh, you know where this is going." Yeah, it's, that was an instant tell that he was going to win the bell. And not to obviously, this will be jumping way ahead, but it, this it, it, it relates to this, so. But I'm not excited to see that now they're Roman. They're thrusting Roman right back into the title picture um, with his, you know, like interaction with them in match on Raw. But then also now he's facing Kevin Owens at Roadblock. I guess. Well, no. The, so after I um I watched a little bit of the Raw after show that they did after Hell in a Cell. Yeah, and he was one of the first people they interviewed, and he basically said in the interview that he was now going after. Kevin Owens. Crap. He was like, he was like, my Rusev feuds over. I am now going to go after Kevin Owens. I'm going to hold both belts, like, you know. And then they compared them to Seth Rollins about like, oh, your Rollins did it briefly, whatever. Um, yeah, so I think it's kind of crap. I'm hoping though, it's just a filler feud to set up the feud that they're going to do for WrestleMania with with Kevin. I'm really hoping they don't give Roman Reigns the belt. If anything, what I'm hoping that it's going to happen is it's going to be a U.S. versus WB title match, and Kevin Owens wins both belts. 
Well, who do you think? Who do you think Kevin Owens um, WrestleMania feud is going to be? Jericho. Jericho. I think that's what they're setting up. I'm really hoping it'll be Jericho winning the Rumble. I'm still pushing for that. Has he ever done it before? No. Could happen. Especially uh, like you know, and he's. I think he's getting ready to to take a break again from WWE for a while. Like having them, you know, do the, this WrestleMania feud. And this is like one of the best feuds of his career right now. People are loving it's them. Golden. Together. It's yes. so good. Yeah, rumor is I am on the list of Jericho four times. That's what I heard. <laughs> You're on my list. So, yeah, so I'm just excited for that. Um, what did you guys think of that, the Rollins? I thought that match was great. I love that table spot. I hope I was like, oh, God, I hope he's okay. Um, and I guess I was like kind of like didn't know how to feel about the interference because I really thought – the way they were building it up, like, we're best friends, but then one of us lets the other one get screwed or or Kevin Owens lets Chris Jericho get screwed or whatever. Like, they, I felt like they were, they were, they've been building. And obviously, we're getting there. We're, they've, it's got to be where they're going um, because, but I just, I thought we were going to get that payoff. Sooner, but yeah. But the fact that, I feel like the fact that they didn't do that in itself is a swerve and that he actually, like, helped. I think that's that would probably actually ends up being good because that way we can post, like you said, we can do a filler feud and then have that be the WrestleMania thing. Well, you know, I was hoping too. Like, like I, li- I like how they did it. Um, and I think it's cool that they're setting up. It looks like they're probably going to set up a Seth Rollins Jericho feud now. In the mean, in the yeah, which makes which which is good. Makes sense. Both of those guys are excellent workers. They're going to play on great matches, um, and it kind of it makes sense for why. Rollins now is going to move away from trying to get that belt back. I always think that's the hardest thing for them to do is to make sense to why someone is giving up after a couple matches to try to win the belt back. You know, especially when you have a guy like Seth Rollins who's so driven for the belt and his character is so much like that's my belt. I want my belt back. You got to give him some motivation or reason to why he needs to not go that. It makes sense now. He needs to take Jericho out. Because Jericho is the reason he keeps losing, you know, to Kevin. Yeah. So it makes sense for for them to do that feud. And then, so he feuds with Jericho, and then he feuds with Triple H at yeah, Rest WrestleMania. WrestleMania. And then after that, he can maybe renewed go back title. to the belt again. And there's some rumors going heavy that Finn might be coming back sometime in the next couple months. Yeah, an early return, which would be awesome. And I think uh, I mean we I'm I'm pretty sure we've yeah I mean we've already seen a Finn Balor Kevin Owens feud in NXT, um, but obviously seeing it on the main main stage the big stage is always you know more fun. Well, we've never seen the Seth Rollins the Finn Balor feud, right? So that'll be that could be interesting. Well, that'll probably obviously be his first thing back. Yeah, so it'd be cool. Um, I do think though, like the groundwork they were laying for this whole Kevin Owens Jericho breakup, like when Mick Foley on Raw was like, Stephanie only wanted Kevin to be on Team Raw, not yeah. you, Jericho. Like she was going to suspend you and all this stuff. I think that's I think that's kind of laying down some of the ego groundwork. Yeah, no, I yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. I thought they they've they've been doing that, um, so. And they continue to do it. I just, you know, I'm. I was surprised they didn't. A lot of times they, they. It seems to be to me when they pull the trigger on something, they usually. So a lot of times they pull it at the wrong time, like too early, like the short-lived Y two AJ. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so short-lived. Yeah. We started that though. <laughs> yeah, we did. They're too sweet to sweet. each other. If you don't, <laughs> I love that you. I I appreciate that oh. you. Uh, let pe- the audience know what's I going on. I finally got two sweets. <laughs> <laughs> Never again. Uh, Don't be a mark. No, I'm just kidding. What other matches were on the card? Um, there, <clears throat> there was a there's a TJ Perkins, um, um, Brian Kendrick match. Oh yeah, I'm not. I guess like maybe it's because I um, I'm, I'm I'm like a lot of people right now. I'm not completely feeling the cruiserweights, and and I I don't think it's not because they were playing on great matches. I think they just don't aren't handling them right. Mm-hmm. 
Is it just because you're a heavyweight, so you don't like cruiserweights? Yeah, that's your sizest. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised that you're. I actually surprised you didn't dive right in on T.J. Perkins because he's like the living video, video game, game guy with the yeah. music and all that stuff. Yeah, it's, I, I, you know, I think it's more because he's feeding with Brian Kendrick. You know what? You're like he he kind of stole my gimmick. <laughs> I think it's because I could care. I just I can't get behind Brian Kendrick for some reason. I couldn't get behind him last time he was in the company. I just I don't know. Hey man, Shawn Michaels trained him. Yeah, I get it. And he trained T.J. Perkins. So anyway, but uh, yeah. oh, you know what though? I I knew as soon as I saw Xavier Woods was in the match that New Day was going to lose. Why is that? Because he's the fall guy. Yeah, that's the one thing. No, you know what though? They need to. Um, that wait, no, I'm getting confused. Um, that's stupid. I like. I don't. I don't like that. Um, Cesaro and Sheamus are like. I don't like that. I don't like that. That. Well, I don't like anything about it. Like, it's it's, it's stupid it's, to me. Well, it, even for an odd couple gimmick, it's a weird odd couple gimmick. Um, but I'm I'm so I was thinking about this in the drive here. Is I love the new day. The new day is like still on my like all time. I love the new day teams. too. But I feel like lately they've been. They haven't given them anyone worth feuding with. It's like the two guys that they should be feuding with, they keep avoiding them within the last like four or five months. Well, no, I can't they tell. Sh- they should have feuded with and lost to, lost the titles to the club. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like, like, like I, I feel like, I don't know if it's just because they want to have them set the new record or at least tie Legion of Doom's record. It's the Demolition's record, but yeah. Yeah, Demolition. Um, here comes the axe, and here comes the smasher. But it's, I can't reason. tell if they're just doing that, and that's why they're getting like these weird feuds that make no sense, or what? Because they really like at this point, like they need to, I think, have a little bit more of a feud. More, I mean, they had that kind of they had the feud of the club, but even then, like I felt like that was that feud didn't last as long as it should have. It should have been no, a, and it was. It, I mean, it was too. I mean, I get. I, I know that those two guys, they're funny and they don't really, they're just happy to be there and be on TV, you know, but they just, like I said, I was talking about last week, it's like they had a perfect opportunity to recreate the NWO invasion. Yeah. And it to be just as successful and they, they squandered it. Well, I wonder if they had a plan to do that and then Finn got hurt and it's kind of thrown some of their stuff and maybe that when Finn returns, it'll be like, you know, maybe. Because maybe Finn will come back and there'll be a couple shows with Finn's face and then they'll do the heel turn with him being part of the club. And maybe that's what they're waiting for. Maybe. I don't know. And I was really excited to see the club beat Enzo and Big Cass, even though I really like them too. But it, it kind of, all that momentum was ruined when they put them in a comedy match the next night on Raw. Well, and then we kind of talked about this too, though, was that like they... Um, the club needed that pay per view win, otherwise it was just they, they lose all their cred. I have to say, uh, this speaking of Raw, so you know, guys, I watched the Hulu version of Raw, yeah. And this week on, on the Hulu version of Raw, reminded me there's a lot of people who wrestle on Raw that I forgot existed. Mm-hmm. I forgot <laughs> Nia Jax was a thing until the Bailey match because I haven't seen her wrestle for months. I forgot that. Um, our truth was still in the company because I haven't seen him in months. Uh, like half the people that were in that, um, oh, the battle royal that they didn't try at all to not telegraph. Yeah, half the people. Well, actually, I was kind of disappointed with that. I was so this is what I was hoping because they they have established at going into the battle royale, there was three of the five slots were established. You have the awesome moment. Of Sami Zayn and Braun Strowman. Obviously, Braun Strowman was probably going to win because they basically told you that at the start of the match. Um, yes, they did. But here's my thought was, I was hoping they were going to do was have them both go over at the same time and do a tie, forcing then Mick, forcing Mick having to give that last spot to Sami Zayn. That would have been good. So, But my guess is the fifth spot is going to be Seth Rollins. Yeah. Yep, they they're they're purposely putting people that don't get along on the same teams on both sides. Yeah, to, to make good conflict. So, 
Um, <clears throat> did you but, want to talk about the Bailey match at Hell in the Cell since he brought up Bailey? Um, she won. I was really excited. <laughs> um, Dana you, Brooks. Who, yeah. Dana Brooke. I always call her Dana Brooks, but Dana Brooke is terrible. So I was really. Excited. It wasn't a very. I don't think it was a very long match because I think you like went out of the room and then. Then it was over. Don't don't tell people what I do. I think you like you ran downstairs or something. Mm, maybe. Or in the bathroom or something. I was, I was pooping. Probably. <laughs> I don't know. So. I don't know. Sorry. It was not. I don't. I felt like it wasn't anything exciting. Just a, you know. It was good. I mean, I thought it was good that they had her because it showed that they're, that they're getting ready to kind of push her. Yeah. Um, yep. It's time to eliminate. It's been time. What? <laughs> what? That's for you. What's going on? Nothing. Throwback. Okay. Cool. Uh, XICW. I mean TXWE. Yeah. Mm. It's time to eliminate. I say that all the time. I can't get it out of my head. It's an earworm. Nice. Um. So, in other news, how are we feeling about uh, Goldberg? Boring Berg. Still don't care. Yep. Still don't <laughs> care. Guess what? I don't care about Goldberg. I love. So they're they're talking about like it's fantasy booking. It's like no, sh- like Undertaker Sting is fantasy booking. Like or you know um, Bruno San Martino Ultimate Warrior or Bruno San Martino The Rock. That's fantasy booking. Two guys who have already fought is not fantasy booking. Yeah, especially when they're like making it very like they're not even trying to hide the fact that they fought. Because there's sometimes like there's been guys who's faced off in other promotions, and then they when they face off their first time in WWE, they kind of don't acknowledge that. Yeah, you know, or or like when um, they didn't really acknowledge that Triple H had already lost to the Undertaker at WrestleMania like a couple of years. Yeah, prior exactly. When he was facing him again, so it's funny that. Um, that you said that because I was going to say that I don't know if people know this, but in WCW, Sting and, and Mark Calloway had a match, but he was an Undertaker. He was uh, he was uh, Texas Red. Yeah. Um. So you, people should look that up. See if it's on YouTube, or it might be on the network. Actually, honestly, uh, maybe not. Maybe they wouldn't put that on the network on purpose, like to be, you know, it just depends. Well, it just depends too, though. Like how much he looks like the Undertaker then, you know. Yeah. Well, I don't think that face has changed a whole lot. Well, if he had a different color hair, like Texas red, doesn't he have red he hair in regular hair. life? So. He had red hair then. Yeah. yeah. So. What about the, uh, have you talked about how the Undertaker like, supposedly has made like a full transformation within the last like couple months? This is this is a segue I was working on. Oh, nice. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> so there was, I don't know much about it. I know that he was on crutches. Yeah. Like, a so, week ago. so there's, there's like a uh, month ago, there's some photos of him like in the airport or something, and he was kind of looking pretty rough. And then also, not nowhere, he just shows up at a Cavs game, like in full full outfit with his family, carrying the belt, and just like meeting all the players. <laughs> oh, so they used him to to uh, to get, to bring the belt over there. I don't know for sure because cause no one like because it wasn't a like it wasn't like an announced visit like it wasn't like like people promote like no one promoted he was gonna be there he just kind of like showed up and they mm. weren't sure and like most of the photos I've seen were all from people like standing around taking photos of him so like no one like had really understood no why idea. he was there they think the reason he the main reason he was there was um was it LeBron James last year wore a Undertaker shirt. And one of the post game interviews he had, and then someone else w- was wearing that wore a different, I think maybe a hot rod shirt, like a couple games later. So they're thinking that maybe it was kind of like their way of like him kind of showing support for them, showing support to him, you know? Yeah, I don't think he would. <laughs> that sounds kind of. Do you think that sounds kind of silly to show up to a game in full garb just because a guy wore a shirt and a, on a TV? Yeah, show that's what I mean, it made it made no sense too because it's like it would make more sense if it was a Dallas team, you know, you know, get someone like you know, like from his home state. But the fact that it was just a random game in Cleveland, Ohio, like, well, they are, <clears throat> they are the champs, unlike the Cleveland Indians. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. And it, but, we but, the, the, so, so the, but the big the big story of all this is he looked great. Well, he's coming back, too. Yeah, and he's coming back in, what, two weeks? 
something like that. Yeah, I and sort of like know. SmackDown too, which makes sense because you got the whole Lesnar Goldberg thing going on. Well, SmackDown was his Raw. brand before too. Yeah, so to bring him back on SmackDown and bring him to SmackDown to help get, even though SmackDown's been killing it in the ratings compared to Raw. Um, my big question is, when will they drop the SmackDown Live? Hmm. It'll be a while, but it'll it'll, it'll probably just be like a. We just stopped doing it. We didn't say. Yeah, j- just how they, they they no longer call pay per views pay per views that they're now events. No, they still do. They still do. I was literally watching this week in WWE. Uh, this I watched this week in WWE on Sunday mornings to kind of refresh. Yeah, and um, they he was Scott Stamkos or not no, whatever his name is. Scott Stanford was like. And this is the first time a women have headlined a pay per view and pay per view, pay per view, pay per view. It's like, oh, I guess we're still saying that. Okay, cool. Good to know. Are there not uh, wrestlers? They're superstars. Do they still do that? Or do they drop that? No, but they're so they're they no, they're definitely still superstars. But they are used. Uh, uh, wrestling used to be like a no no word, and now it's. Not, like wrestling, wrestler, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It's not a bad, it's not like a four-letter word anymore, which is good. So um, <clears throat> one thing I wanted to talk about, it's kind of not related to anything, but, uh, you know, they've been doing, so I was kind of looking at, like, how Survivor Series, and this is kind of the last WWE thing we should talk about before we jump into XICW, um, and at the end of the show, tell you who our guest is for next month. Or next next week. Next week Sunday. Um, but you know, watching, seeing how Survivor Series is kind of shaping up, and it was you know, Miz doesn't have a match against you know he's not in the intercontinental title picture anymore, but he's he's kind of been like feuding with Daniel Bryan. Yeah, for months, for a while, and I'm like, is is there a chance? That this whole thing was a long con. <laughs> that Dater Bryan actually has been cleared to wrestle like, for months. Like, like maybe they thought he needed to retire, and then it turned out that he didn't. But they decided to screw with people because it's not like there was a real long gap between when he was like, "I'm retired," and then when he came back to. To be host or not host, but GM. It's like if they weren't kind of like trying to make a match out of this, like a surprise, like I'm going to come out of retirement, even though they don't want me to match out of this. Why? Why are they doing this? Yeah, I was, it was even that the whole like. At one point, I thought it was just because they were trying to hint at, like, Miz was not happy with his contract negotiations, and he was going to switch brands. Well, no, it's all about, like, well, you don't wrestle anymore. You're letting the fans down. You don't wrestle. You don't wrestle. Blah, blah, blah. So it's like, what are they... Where's it going? I mean, if that's where it's going, that's great. That's awesome. But no pun intended. Yeah, awesome. I just, it, it's 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 definitely an odd thing that's going on right now, and so I don't know. It's just maybe it's to um, keep Total Bellas alive. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. Just and you know, I think I don't know. And like the other thing, I'm wondering, like, was was. Daniel Bryan more active on like was that part of it too like it's a long con to give them a a piece of storyline for to give them a piece of storyline for Total Bellas or a reason for him to be home all the time like you know mm-hmm. I don't well, know I mean maybe I mean what you're saying could be somewhat true and maybe like he had a serious injury and they're like you can maybe wrestle again, but not for like. I wonder we're gonna tell like, people like, that you're like, done. Yeah, like two years or whatever. So we're gonna tell people that you're done. We're going to move you into this role while you're recovering. Right. No. This. And this is what. I'm, yeah. No. This is what I think. I don't think it's just like a. You're actually good to go now, but we're gonna tell people you're not. It's yeah. it's the, 
it's not as maybe it's not as bad as they're saying it is, and they're using it to their advantage. Or maybe it's just a fan's hope. <laughs> well, I just don't. I, I don't see any other reason to build this thing with the Miz like they're building it. Yeah, it's it's really interesting. Other than maybe they're doing it because it is helping push talking smack. Yeah. Although no, that's the thing though is the last one happened in the middle of SmackDown. That's true. So I don't know. I don't know who do you who do we think uh, Dolph Ziggler is going to defend his title against that Survivor Series? It's probably going to be like Rusev. Boring. You well, got to think about like who's not in the Survivor Series match. What did you think of the whole Rusev coming out at Goldberg's spot? They just needed to bury somebody. Why? Why Rusev? I mean, I think even even feuding with, with Roman Reigns, I think Rusev still, in terms of what they want him to be heel wise, would work out well. Yeah, I um, I don't know. I mean, who are your who are your heels on SmackDown or on Raw? You know, what do you got? Rusev. You, you, Owens. Kevin Owens isn't going to come out. Neither is yeah. Jericho. <laughs> It'd be funny if Jericho came out though, because they have history and he whooped his, whooped his ass backstage. Yeah, um, you know, I I think Rusev was probably the the biggest heel they had that wasn't attached to something else. Yeah, I don't know. And you wanted to be someone strong or someone like it's like it doesn't it does nothing to have like one of the cruiserweights or like a nobody come out and get jackhammered. Yeah. It does nothing for it to prove anything as far as Goldberg is concerned. Speaking of cruiserweights, that's who I would like to see, um, see Ziggler defend his title against. It's Perkins. That might not be bad. Like, like Rusev, we saw that like what, a year ago? No, that was, it was a lot. It was a long period of time that those two feuded. Yeah. Like I don't, I love both those guys, but I don't want to see that if you again. Let's see something a little different. Let's see. I think Perkins and and Ziggler put on a fantastic match. Yeah, and they both have a good style for well, each other. Well, let's get let's get it straight. Dolph Ziggler has can put on a good match with anybody. Yeah. All right. Well, we are running out of time, so we need to jump into the XICW card for tonight and just kind of give you a little. And speaking of XICW, don't forget Tuesday is the day to vote and. Um, Rhino. Vote for Rhino. Rhino's going to be running for um, state representative. Check out our Facebook page for his awesome video with Kurt Angle in it. Yeah. Okay, now we can move on to XCCW. (laughs) That's two Kurt Angle fakes in one day. Uh. (laughs) Don't be stupid on Tuesday, people. Think about it. Cool. So That's all I'm saying, and you know where I'm at. We have a good show coming up for... We do. Tonight's going to be awesome. Go ahead. You want to... Oh, no, I was just No, go along. ahead. You, you um, got it. So for the main match, we have, or for the Midwest Heavyweight Championship, we have Gavin Quinn versus Hakeem Zayn. That's a, definitely the match of the night. There's no way it's not. I mean. Um, I'm kind of hoping for Hakeem to win. but yeah. Of course, we're Hakeem marks here. Come on. Um, we also have a triple threat match for the XICW Tag Team Championship with yep. um, uh, the Super Future versus the Purge. And, and the Monroes. The Monroes, yeah. Uh, we don't know who the third person is for the purge, though. Is that right? Right. So Idris this, will be there, but yeah. we don't know who his partner is going to be. Um, I don't think Orlando Christopher is part of the purge anymore. So we'll find out tonight. Yep. yep. I'm actually really interested to see what happens. Um, for the XICW Light Heavyweight Championship, we have Jamie Cox versus Johnny Devine. Yep. Um, too bad Mike's missing that on the Chris ki- Kiss, Kiss Cruise. Chris. Kiss Cruise. Because Jamie Cox is his childhood fave. And then we have Zach Gowan versus Mosh Pit Mike, which I've never seen Mosh Pit That's Mike. That's his debut. Yep. I'm pretty sure uh, Zach Gowan just won that championship on Friday at a different promotion. I can't remember what promotion it was. He's also certified instructor for DDP Yoga now. I think he level is. one. And then we have, which we were talking about earlier, we're not sure, Joe Coleman versus Dre Jacobs. Yep. We're not sure if Joe has another booking at a different place. So I'm going to take this moment to make an announcement. Um, he's been making waves at Proving Ground and at XICW, and um, I've been in long talks with their lawyer, uh, DC Howe, and Johnny Delicious and his his um, client or his person he manages, Dre Jacobs, 
will be here in studio next week uh, to talk about, you know, what's going on and just talk about what they're uh, the kind of the reign of terror that they're, they're kind of tearing it up um, and, you know, kind of what they have in store for XICW and for Proving Ground. So it should be good. Yeah. No, uh, just like last time, it was a little uh, I mean, it's a giant, hard to get some, word, some words in, but giant, it was a pretty good show. Johnny Dillis is always a great help, uh, guest. Yeah. So look forward to that. Um, we also have El Mano de, oh, del Diablo. El Di- del Diablo versus Diablo, Ma- yeah. Mysterious Movado. That's going to be Friend exciting. of the show. Um, mask the guy. Yep, uh, that's a Lucha Libre mat, uh, match there. And I'm pretty sure um, that this Del Diablo guy is the um, the new protege of Dr. Repsia that we saw at the last show. And I th- that makes this match even more interesting because Movado and uh, Repsia have some history. So that's that should be awesome as well. Um, and then we have Sweet Willie Watts. Versus Gary Galaxy. And I think it is also Gary Galaxy's debut tonight. That's exciting. He has some face paint nice. going on. Glittery. Yeah. It might. <laughs> I, think, I that's, think that's all we have is oh, for. Well, and Jake oh, Something yep, no, for right. the XICW Extreme Intense Championship, we have Jake Something versus Johnny Swinger. Johnny Swinger is from TNA. So that's going to be a good that, match. That could be. That, I think, is a contender for a match of the night. I, mean, just, I think that's all of that's, them. That that's what we have as far as so announced far. card. Yeah, so there might be some more matches. Um, there probably will be. Um, but Should that's what we got. It's going to be fun. Yes. We're hope- actually literally going to be heading that way in like three minutes. Yeah, hopefully we'll see you all there. Yeah. Yep. Any uh, parting words, William? Um, I'm sure I had some earlier, but... What you, follow me on Instagram. No, that's not, that's not parting words. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Well, uh, Mike, we hope you're having fun on the Kiss Cruise. He had a really big margarita. I hope you're uh, I like, rocking oh. all night and partying every day. Or I whatever. hope you get that lucha mask from Mexico. Yeah, that's cool. Sweet. And good luck with Sophie Simmons. Uh, that's Gene Simmons' yeah. wife. Yeah, or a daughter, yeah. not wife. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that is our show for this week. This has been episode 56. 56 of the top rope review uh you can catch us or you can we but we would like you to follow us on twitter at top review and instagram at top review like us on facebook facebook.com slash top review check out all of our stuff on top review.com and if you miss any episodes of the show um live you can go and get them on soundcloud or on iTunes within a couple days of the broadcast. Um, and one more thing I forgot to say earlier, thanks to Fog Down Beer Company and Scarlet and Graves for this episode as well. And um, we will probably, some of us will be seeing you guys if you're at Fantasticon in Mount Clemens next weekend. So look for us there as well. Should be exciting. Yeah. Uh, last thing I got to say is, may the force be with you. <laughs>